Welcome to Ecom Tips Podcast with Roger Kaiserling, owner of KeyWeb Cohen was up We have many social media sites and streams with the best news, blogs, podcasts, Facebook Live Daily, article narrations, shopping, videos, apps, music, and much more. Enjoy it all provided free. Show your support by sharing our content. Any donations go to providing more free apps and services. Be sure to check any links provided for additional information on today's topic. Instant Pot Roast Recipe Now I've got to tell you, this isn't just any pot roast. This is the king of pot roasts. Seriously. Cast any all-day simmering fashions aside. Everything about this is perfection from the tender and rich meat to the abundance of vegetables to the most incredible deep and rich burgundy gravy of a sauce that's going to have you sopping up every last ounce. A massive feast of a meal made all at once in one pot. Oh, and IT super easy to make. But hey, don't take my word for it, let the video speak for itself. Printable. Instant Pot Roast. Ingredients. 3 to 5 pounds chuck or rump bottom roast, note. 3 to 5 pounds is perfect to me and will easily feed 4-5. Costco has excellent cuts of chuck, pot roast. Get a nice, marbled cut with visible, thick fat strands for the best experience. Another excellent cut of meat to use is the boneless short ribs from Costco like the ones I use in my short rib recipe or a cut of meat that is labeled pot roast. Whichever you pick, make sure the cut of meat is nice and marbled meaning there are plenty of strands of fat visible within the meat. This makes for the most tender roast. 1.5 teaspoons kosher salt 1.5 teaspoons seasoned salt 2 teaspoons black pepper Half a tablespoon dried parsley 1 teaspoon dried thyme 1 teaspoon dried rosemary 1 teaspoon onion powder 1 teaspoon garlic powder 2 tablespoons extra virgin olive oil 1 tablespoon salted butter 2 yellow onions sliced long ways into thick wedges 1 tablespoon sliced garlic 2 tablespoons Worcestershire sauce 6 to 8 ounces portobello mushrooms sliced 2 cups beef broth 1 cup dry red wine use one you would drink and not a red cooking wine, a pinot noir is great 3 tablespoons cornstarch plus 3 tablespoons of water to form a slurry. 1 ounce packet of any beef gravy flavor I used oju but any will do. Veggies to be wrapped in foil. 8 to 14 ounces bag of baby carrots. 1 pound baby white potatoes the best kind for this dish. Instructions. Rub the roast all over with a kosher salt, seasoned salt, black pepper, dried parsley, dried thyme dried rosemary, onion powder, and garlic powder. Add the olive oil to the instant pot, I used a 6 quarts, and hit sauté and adjust so it's on the more or high setting. Allow the oil to heat up for 3 minutes and then sear the seasoned roast in the oil for about 1 to 2 minutes on each side. Remove the roast when done searing and set aside on a plate. The bottom of the pot will likely have some spice remnants stuck on it from searing the meat. Add in the butter and as it melts, immediately scrape, deglaze the bottom of the pot with a wooden or plastic spoon to remove any remnants of the spices from the roast. Add the onions and they will release water as they cook making it easier to deglaze the bottom of the pot. 
Cook for 2 minutes and then add in the garlic and Worcestershire sauce and stir for another 2-3 minutes while deglazing. The bottom of the pot should be nice and smooth by now with most spices no longer stuck to it. Place the trivet over the onions with the handles facing upwards and place the roast on top of the trivet, fat side up, so it allows the juices to course through the meat as it cooks, along with the mushrooms. Pour the wine and beef broth over everything. Lastly, securely wrap the potatoes and carrots in their own foil pouches and place in the pot on top of the roast, make room for it and it should fit fine as I did this in a 6 quarts. This will help the potatoes and carrots retain character and texture since they won't be directly exposed to the pressure and will be a huge benefit to the final results. Secure the lid and then hit pressure cook or manual high pressure for 60 minutes asterisk. See Jeffrey's section of the recipe for varying cooking times for larger roasts. When done, allow a 15-minute natural release, meaning you do nothing for 15 minutes, and then follow up with a quick release. Once the lid comes off, first remove the foil-covered veggies and set aside and then carefully remove the roast using the trivet's handles and flip it onto a cutting board. Allow to the roast and veggies to cool a few moments. Go back to the pot, hit keep warm, cancel, and then hit sauté and adjust so it's on the more or high setting and brings the sauce to a bubble. Unwrap the foil-wrapped potatoes and carrots and add, stir them into the sauce. Once the sauce bubbles, add the cornstarch slurry and stir immediately and then add in the gravy packet and stir. Allow to bubble for one minute and then turn the pot off and the sauce will become something so incredible, you may forget your name. Using a good knife, slice up the pot roast against the grain in strips about 1 4th inch thick, or make thicker cuts if you wish. Then, cut each strip into good sized chunks and immediately add them into the sauce and let sit in there for a few moments to soak it in. Make sure you toss in any remaining little strands of meat into the sauce too and give everything a final stir. Serve on a plate or in bowls with some crusty French or Italian bread, for lapping up the sauce, and or rice. Enjoy! Don't be intimidated by the word pressure because new electric pressure cookers are super safe and easy to use. The earliest pressure cookers were created around a simple concept, food cooks hotter and faster inside a pressure sealed pot. The science behind the pressure cooking magic involves raising the boiling point of water under pressure, which means food in a pressure cooker can cook about 40 degrees hotter than you could cook on a stovetop. Today's electric pressure cookers have built on this science and have added in a slew of built-in safety features to prevent mishaps, including automatic pressure control, heating and pressure sensors, lid detection, and heating plates that distribute heat evenly. These features work together to ensure you get faster cook times and consistent results. Follow these tips for the best pressure cooking results. Brown meats, poultry, and even some vegetables like chopped onions, peppers, or carrots. First and then deglaze the pot for more intense flavor. In a stovetop pressure cooker, simply add a small amount of oil, such as olive or canola oil, to the pressure cooker and heat, uncovered, over medium-high heat. Add the food in small batches and brown the food on all sides. Remove the food to a bowl and set aside. You're now going to loosen up and remove those delicious cooked on juices and tiny food particles left behind by deglazing the pot with a small amount of wine, broth, or even water. 
Return the cooked food previously removed from the pot along with the remaining ingredients and cook under pressure. For an electric cooker, follow the same steps just described, selecting the brown setting. Don't overdo the liquid. Because food cooks in a closed, sealed pot when cooking under pressure, you have less evaporation and should, therefore, use less cooking liquid than when cooking in a conventional pot. Regardless of what you're cooking, however, always use enough liquid. A good rule of thumb is at least one cup of liquid, however, check the owner's manual or recipe booklet to see exactly what the pressure cooker manufacturer recommends. Never fill the pot more than halfway with liquid. Don't fill any pressure cooker with too much food. Never fill a pressure cooker more than two-thirds full with food. Also, never pack food tightly into a pressure cooker. If you don't follow these basic rules for cooking under pressure, the pressure cooker won't operate efficiently, affecting how the food comes out. You may also cause the safety valves to activate, especially if there's too much food in the pot. Remember that even pieces mean evenly cooked food. Food should be cut into uniform sized pieces so that they cook in the same amount of time. Use stop and go cooking for perfect results. When making a recipe that contains ingredients that cook at different times, begin by partially cooking slow to cook foods, such as meat, first. Then use a quick release method to stop the pressure cooker. Next, add the faster cooking ingredients, such as green beans or peas, to the meat. Bring the pot back up to pressure again and finish everything up together at the same time. Start off high and finish up low. When cooking in a stovetop pressure cooker, start cooking over high heat. After you reach pressure, lower the burner to a simmer. No need to worry about adjusting the heat when cooking in an electric pressure cooker. The appliance does it for you automatically. Play burner hopscotch to avoid burning when cooking in a stovetop pressure cooker. When you reach pressure over high heat, you lower the burner to a simmer. Gas burners react quickly, but most electric burners don't. If you have an electric stove, use two burners, one on high heat to reach pressure and a second set on a low setting to maintain pressure. Switch the pressure cooker over to the burner with the low setting when you reach pressure. Set a timer. Have a kitchen timer handy so that after the pressure cooker reaches and maintains pressure, you can set it for the cooking time specified in the recipe. Note that electric pressure cookers have their own digital timers built in. Use an electric pressure cooker if you want to do pressure cooking the super easy way. Choose the desired pressure level by pressing either the high or low pressure button on the control panel. Then, set the desired time you want to cook under pressure by pressing the high or low button for increasing or decreasing cook time. Now, press start. The pressure cooker starts the countdown time when the level of pressure you chose is reached. It then beeps when done, telling you your food is ready. Bear in mind that high altitude means longer cooking times. You may have to increase the cooking times if you live at an elevation of 3000 feet above sea level or higher. A good general rule is to increase the cooking time by 5% for every 1000 feet you are above the first 2000 feet above sea level. Release that pressure. When the food is done cooking under pressure, use an appropriate pressure release method, according to the recipe you're making. 
Be sure never to attempt a cold water release with your electric pressure cooker unless you want to shorten its lifespan or your own. Never submerge the appliance in water and always be sure to unplug it before cleaning.